Hello, and welcome to Top 5 here at Rap Party. This week, Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, well, well. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, you had one of those real sort of like midnight radio voices yeah, going on. Yeah, it was on. good. Leonardo DiCaprio movies in honour of the release of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood starring the man himself. Brad Pitt. <laughs> Clever. Thank you. So we have devised a top five list plus our honourable mention. You know how the rules go by now. Each of them gets points corresponding to their position. Your honourable mention gets an extra point, extra two points if it's mentioned on anyone else's list. We have two extra lists today because today we are joined by myself. I'm Ryan. To my so, left. Callum. David. So we've got our list, but we've also got a list from Peter, who could not be with us. Peter. Peter. But we also have a list from our competition winner. Who is our competition winner, please, David? Our competition winner was Luke Ackroyd. Luke, Lukey boy, he won the competition. Thank you for sharing. He shared anything. <laughs> oh, no, he shared the top he five. He shared the top he five. Shared he the listened. He told he him so all he had to do was move the mouse <laughs> share and click share. And then maybe you had to click share now afterwards. Yeah, because oh, you right. have to oh. If you want to add your own Two typing. movements of a mouse, two clicks. Right, so he did that. So his top five is officially counted in the official, the proper the list, actual the actual list. list. If you, you know, comment with your top fives, that's fine. You can do that. We like it, but they're not counted. Luke actually has a preface to his list. Would you like to hear it? Go for it. Yeah. My top five Leonardo DiCaprio films by Luke Ackroyd, <laughs> age 25. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Rap Party Podcast people. Thanks for letting me send in a listing. I've seen about nine films with Leonardo DiCaprio in, including one I hated with a furious passion. Wow. Well, not that extreme. Maybe just mild passion or just mild disinterest. It was just a very boring movie. <laughs> Uh, two more of his films I watched ages, ages, and a few more ages on top ago, and I can't remember if I watched them completely. That narrows me down to six. So hopefully this shouldn't be too tricky for me to figure <laughs> out. Very good. Yeah. That's good, oh, that's good. Yeah. You should get him to write stuff for us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so should we just crack on with So um, for the purpose of, of things, Callum should also be doing Peter's list. I will be, yes. And David. Yep. I'll and me should also be doing Link's list. So when we get to you, I'll, I'll let you know those ones. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Sam, if you'd like to start, please, with your honourable mention. My honourable mention is a classic, timeless classic. It's going to go down in history as a classic. And that was <laughs> Romeo and Juliet. Okay. Do, do, yeah. Are you sure you don't mean Romeo plus Juliet? Yeah. <laughs> Technically, like Romeo plus Juliet. I don't know. I watched an Equals English class. Death. Yeah, um, ultimately. Pretty much. It's my honourable mention because I think I watched it at least two times in English class. Okay. And that's better than doing English. So you did it because it meant you didn't have to do work? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, no, as an honourable mention, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> it did throw me off at the beginning. When the gun, when the, the boys are boys. Guns. Well, yeah, the, the, the fact that they're, well, they're it's speaking... like 80s and then they're speaking... In the traditional in, Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I worked it out in mm-hmm. the second one. You know? <laughs> second one, I was like, I'm not going to be fooled for the first five minutes. <laughs> okay, good. My, my the, favourite bit of that film is, is the intro, when, yeah, when the, the, the voice scene. is doing the Verona speech. I think oh, that yeah. voice is fucking fantastic. The, yeah. The TV. TV yeah. slowly yeah. zooming in. I do, I do like the bit Sam's talking about, though, because they're, they're the like, bike, yeah, they they like swing in, like, 
Oh, it's very fast cars, fast spinning guns, and then someone's just like, I bite my thumb at you, and just bites his thumb. And it zooms in on fucking the guy from Scream going, You bite your thumb at me, sir. And then they blow up a gas station. It's really bite your thumb at me, A great film, Baz Luhrmann's first great film. I always get that confused with Actually, no, Moulin Rouge. Moulin You wait for the rap party top five Baz Luhrmann. <laughs> where you could talk about all five of <laughs> We can't even do an honorable mention. Australia? I don't even want to put as my honorable mention. No. Um, <laughs> right. Any other reasons for that? Anything else you want to say? No, just because okay. I wasted time You didn't have to do your lesson. Okay, good. Yeah. Callum, your honorable mention, please. Uh, honorable mention is Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Wonderful. His new film. The newest. The new The newest of the new. Uh, He is fantastic in it. Uh, He's playing a sort of uh, down and out TV actor who thought he was going to be the biggest of the big time and ultimately was not. So it's a departure for Leonardo DiCaprio in terms of his real career. It meant he actually had to perform and pretend to be someone else he was not. and uh, <laughs> which is what he does in that, when, that no no that is uh, that is uh, the the, uh, the definition of acting you could yeah. say and he does it very well in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood okay. much like he does in all his other films hence why it's my honourable mention he picture. acts he acts <laughs> that's the reason he's um, done it <laughs> and yeah he's fantastic in it film's really great just uh, you know I'm not going to say much more about it because none of you have seen it yet yeah just fair enough keep it at that David Actually, no. Yeah, I was going to oh, say. Peter. 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 Sorry, Peter. So, um, so Shutter Island. Shutter is number six. Uh, He's trying to make make sense of his list. Yeah. What's what, what He's put. One? He hasn't put them in order. Oh yeah, yeah. I was I was going to whisper so they don't want to hear it, and I just ended up going, <laughs> which is audible as well. And, um, <laughs> The reason uh, Peter puts it for Shutter Island is the dichotomy of the... No, no, <laughs> there's nothing there. There's nothing there. He just put the film. Shutter Island, uh, Martin Scorsese's uh, yeah. uh, sort of quasi Has anyone else put it on their list? So we'll talk about it later. It's just a... Well, it, really it's just saying it's a good movie. Okay. Cool. Okay. Sure. Yeah, we can just... We didn't give a reason, but it's there. Uh, now yours, David. Uh, my honourable mention is The Wolf of Wall Street. Okay. Okay. Good film. Very it good is. film. People might be surprised that it's not further up my list. I am. I, I have five other films that I prefer, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> that would be that would be why. Yeah, that's yeah. usually the case. Anything yeah. to say about it? Uh, I found it too long. Okay. I'm going to talk about why I don't like it rather than why I do because I I'm pretty sure some people have got it on the list further yeah. up. So I think it's too long. I think it went off the rails a little bit, story wise. I it got to a point where I was like, okay, I know what the story is, but it's the same things happening again I was like where does this end mm-hmm. uh, and for me it didn't have a good enough finish point or an ill-defined one uh, and that's ultimately what I left with I remember enjoying the ride very much uh, the quaalude scene absolutely phenomenal mm-hmm. I'll give him that love Jonah Hill yep I mean, his quaalude one of, scene one is of, also fantastic. one of Jonah Hill's best performances I think mm-hmm. uh and one of Leonardo DiCaprio's best performances. Well, his sixth best, arguably. Mm, well, no, I mean, I'm not... It's more of an honourable mention. Yeah, probably. Yeah, and I'm not saying... And I'm not judging these purely on his it's performance. It's a combination of it's the com- film yeah. itself and that. I think it's probably his best performance, quite possibly. Okay. But the film yeah, itself... Yeah. 
Mm. I'd pro- if I watched it again, it would probably be further up. Oh, but I've never gotten back round yeah. to it. Mm. Fun fact: first film I saw with my wife. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Cute. Did you like? Did you to enjoy the bit when he um, takes coke out of some girl's arsehole? <laughs> We found that a bit tame, actually. Yeah. <laughs> right. That was your honeymoon. Can we have Luke's, Can we have Luke's honourable mention, please? Luke has an honourable mention. It is the Wolf on Wall Street. Oh, hello. The Wolf of Wall Street, I think. The Wolf on Wall Street. Apparently. Okay. Uh, I remember it being a fun movie, and it was quite a surprise to see Leonardo DiCaprio dressed as a wolf who's then disguised as a businessman, trying to break the stock market without his true wolf identity being discovered. It had quite entertaining moments, but I didn't want it in my top five as I've never felt the desire to re-watch it. I remember it really dragging at different points throughout. So quite similar, similar, quite similar to me, yep. apart yep. from the uh, the wolf thing. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. it's, it's a clever little moment there. Yeah. Right. Yep. My mention is a fucking curveball, is The Beach. The beach, Danny oh, Boyle's the beach. Curveball boy, yeah. and the reason is mental. Okay. okay, because I think, and from what I remember, it's the first sex scene I ever saw ever mm-hmm. in my life, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. quite like. That's a, like <laughs> like it's, it forms yes in your mind. Gives you a bit re- of a twinge, doesn't it? Like it, it's a moment in your life that mm. you don't forget. Yeah, yeah. Because I shouldn't have been watching it because my parents were watching it. No, yeah. my, my parents and my grandparents were watching it. Mm-hmm. Bit weird. Um, See, I don't remember my film. And I sort of snuck around. I should have been in bed. Because, you know, not a film suitable for... Were you watching from the staircase? Not the staircase. I was, like, peeking around the sofa. (laughs) See, that's slightly weirder. It was the beginning of my sexual awakening as a human being. (laughs) A bit of a chubby. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't think... I think I I just heard a noise from behind the sofa. How old were you? When was it out? When was it out? Uh, 90... Do you want me to have a look? Eight. But it was on like video or DVD, so it I wasn't say. released. So I'd say maybe early two thousands. So maybe like seven, little seven year old chubby. Maybe seven to ten. That's not working. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So not, not yes, nothing part, like yeah. it wasn't a sexual. It was just what the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> ooh, ooh. It was ooh, one of those that, moments. Yeah. For so sure. earlier when you were talking about Leonardo DiCaprio's performance, he did is, great. It, is that what you he were thinking? He did very well. <laughs> I didn't realise this was what you were Them referring to. Them were working. <laughs> I can't remember much else about the film. I have watched it since. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's intense. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's, it's regarded as like one of Danny Boyle's not so great films, yeah. but... Based on your memory of it, I can understand why it's in your list. Yeah, it's yeah. just as no one mentioned, that it's not going to reach you. Yeah, 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 yeah it's, sure. it's a formative moment in my life. Indeed. Yeah. Right. So, on. So, if to... any of those honourable mentions come up in lists yes. later on, bonus points. Bonus points for each yeah. time they appear. Yeah. So, which once upon a time won't, will it? Because no one's seen it. No. There you go. Carry on. <laughs> so my number five. Her number five. Is the two minutes I've seen on Once Upon a Time. <laughs> oh, I got some bonus points, baby! Yeah. <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> I've only seen the credit bit. What? what? The bit, he's, there's a credits, there's a scene oh, in the credits. Oh, in the credits, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I've yeah, only yeah. seen, well, I've, I've seen okay. a little bit of the end, but I tried to, mm-hmm. well, I couldn't not watch because I was doing it for work purposes. But I wasn't paying attention to that, but I was paying attention to the bit in the credits, and that was much better than what I did write down on my list. Okay. 
And you can't really say much, can you, other than you like the two minutes you saw. Yeah, it was really good. And the two minutes you saw were better than the entirety of Romeo and Juliet. No, no. The, oh, no. No, I knocked, I knocked Titanic off. That I'll agree with. It's fine. <laughs> fine. I'm not going to question Sam anymore because it's just painful. <laughs> you expect an answer where there's not one. Yeah, the towel's too deep. You get a shovel when you're there for <laughs> Uh, so Callum your number five <laughs> speaking of which my number five is Titanic okay Titanic uh, a film in which uh, it's a film of two halves uh, I don't know where the, the boat, two... yeah. <laughs> the boat is in, in two halves, halves. yeah uh, in, in many more ways than one and uh, I I don't know where the cut off point is uh, uh, I mean middle. it's in the middle <laughs> rush, roughly yeah roughly but uh, no uh, I don't know where the cut off point is but there, there are two very different things happening in that film one of which is very cheesy and, and not so great. And then the other part is, is incredible um, uh, event cinema. Yeah. I'm waiting for the word dichotomy to come out. <laughs> so there's, there's, no there's no dichotomy. There's no dichotomy. There is a dichotomy of the Drink. working class and upper oh, class. Oh, no, there, no, there's dichotomies in the film. There's no dichotomies coming out of my mouth, okay. except all the dichotomies I just said. <laughs> <Okay>. uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, DiCaprio is, uh, is a very watchable um, sort of, character for the, for the although for the, Irish in that film apparently yeah <laughs> but for, for the three hours of the film uh, through good and bad uh, you know yeah. events that happen in the film but also good and bad cinema um, he kept my attention the whole time and I've enjoyed it ever since I was very young yeah. I've only seen the uh, second half of it oh the front the back, the back half and the front half yeah. of the film of the boat I know <laughs> but what, what version was your didn't... favourite the, the event oh, the, the, no it's in like what there's a different cut isn't there there was the one with the the jewel in it and stuff I'm talking about oh. which <laughs> which background sky is your favourite the realistic version oh, of the stars at night or is it the fake version of the stars at night what the fuck uh, what are you, you talking about so Neil well he's that scientist Neil deGrasse Tyson yeah he is a bit annoying oh because it, is it inaccurate as yeah it was it in, apparently right Titanic was inaccurate I so he did Neil a read so do I but... so <laughs> right, James well, Cameron did a he did I a great job in, in very very many also, ways I thought you were talking about the director's, director's cut with the deleted scenes uh, included I haven't <laughs> seen the director's cut where the jewel of the ocean is much more important I've only seen the jewel of the ocean I've only seen the stone of the ocean that's a nice version I've only seen the short form three hour version yeah the short form three hour version so nice did they release them 3D as well probably they did a re-release it was a re-release James Cameron but yeah he sponsored over three D. He loves it more than his wife. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, love Titanic. And that's my number five. Oh, right, Peter's number five. You're not finished. I know. Peter's, Peter's number five one. is the... Uh, the re- <laughs> Revenant. Revenant. <laughs> <laughs> the bear chase movie. Good. David. <laughs> the bear's hardly in it from... Oh, uh, no. Okay. Right. Uh, my number five pick is Shutter Island. Mm-hmm. So is that getting some points? It's getting uh, some bonus points. Probably. I believe. I think most Peter. films are going to be getting bonus points yeah. by the sounds of it. I uh, mean, yeah, Shutter Island, great film. It is. Uh, really, no, really no. enjoy it. Uh, originally wasn't on my list. Originally, I had Romeo plus Juliet mm-hmm. on my list, but then. I reminded myself of how good Shutter Island was. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I can't. If, if I had to pick a film to watch, 
I'd watch Shutter Island. The uh, the ambiguous dichotomous ending of Shutter <laughs> Island is, is really something to behold. I feel yeah. so for the guys doing the shots of the bingo on this. Sam, how does your mind work? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Is there no rap party podcast bingo? Oh. Why? What have you? What? Oh, what? Oh, right. Let's fucking move on. Psychotomy right. uh, and ambiguous. We're about oh. to mention. Okay. Yeah, Shutter Island. Uh, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I watched it while I was at university, and a couple of my course mates said that it was a really bad film because it was predictable. Wow. And I turned around and I was like, I didn't predict a single thing, <laughs> and I don't care oh, that you're looking at me like I'm. Think they're clever. Oh yes, universities are full of twats. They are. <laughs> yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. That's right. A lot of them I'm still in contact with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of them no, are listening right am. now. <laughs> yeah. um, the ending of but, Shutter Island, in fact, his his final uh, line of dialogue actually really tears me up. Yeah. And that's mm. completely down to his performance. Yeah. yeah. His performance at the end, it's, it's so just kind of like heartbreaking. Mm. It just makes me want to kill myself. Yeah. 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 I really enjoy how it's all set in a single location. Yeah. For the most part. But there's so much variety to it. What's the location called? Um, uh, no, the UK. I was no, just it's called Island. Island. <laughs> I know. Okay. I couldn't come up with a good um, like a witty answer. Okay. Yeah. Anything else? Or should we move on? To uh, no, no. Let's move on to Luke, Luke number Boy. Uh, his number five pick is Catch Me If You Can. Uh, he says, it's been a bit too long since I saw it last, but I remember it being quite an interesting true story. And it was fun seeing Leo's character slip into different roles and just letting the deception spiral. Also, the opening credits animation and music is always a fun highlight. That it? That was it. That was yeah. it. Okay, cool. Yeah, he ended on the music because the music is awesome. It is a, it's a great part of it. Yeah, and we spoke at length oh, about this film. We certainly have. <laughs> the top five. Yes, Tom going to continue ones. today. My number five is Shutter Island. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for all the reasons you said, David. Yeah. A twist that's not really a twist because you don't know if it's a twist or not. And it's also like not at the... Oh, it's near the end. It's not like... No. But it's, it's kind yeah. of like there's a couple of scenes that, that come after it so it's not like the yeah. big the big finale of the film like it comes a little bit sooner than you'd think yeah. and it's just kind of like oh shit okay yeah because it's an open ending but is it an open ending yeah exactly but is it? Mm. it might not yeah. be but it might be it might yeah. be it's, it's good storytelling it is really good storytelling story yeah. I like it a lot I watched it with my significant other and she hates, she hates open endings oh really yeah she gets oh, frustrated. Oh, <laughs> I'll tell you who loves open endings. Go on. Leonardo DiCaprio. He does love them. Overall, he does love yeah. an open ending, doesn't he? He does. Yeah. He's got a lot of them. That's he right. Does. Right. Mm-hmm. Sam. My number, number four. four is The Departed. Don't <laughs> <laughs> Mainly because I've only watched six films, not including Overall. the two minutes, yeah, <laughs> of his performance. Okay. So I don't really have much to go on, but yeah, it's number four. There's a story. There's good acting. <laughs> He's good in it. Thank you, Sam. Oh, the Departed has a story. There's people in it, and they're good acting. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just you know, it's not an original idea, is it? It's oh, a it's remake. a remake. Yeah. yeah so in that regard, it's not original. Yeah. It's not number one word yeah, for that. Okay. Okay. 
fair enough. Fine. You know, you could argue that it's better than the original, but he's, yeah. not. It's, some it's could it's say I didn't have much. I feel of like some like <laughs> other films on his list more than this. One. Yes, yeah. some Indeed. say this is a filler list right. <laughs> <laughs> until about three onwards. Callum, <laughs> <laughs> number four. Different film, wouldn't it? No, it's Catwoman. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was afraid to go like, Waffle Street. <laughs> it's funny because um, that this now tells me that I, I prefer um, Leonardo DiCaprio films to Tom Hanks films. Yeah. Because there's more There's more. Or at least come. you prefer Tom Hanks in Catch Me If You Can to, compared to Leonardo DiCaprio. Ooh. Uh, no, that's not the case. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting it out there. That's right. <laughs> I, I just, uh, you know, everything, we, just listen to the Tom Hanks episode. We yeah. gush about we, we Catch Me If You Can we for do. a long time. Yeah, yeah. Great film. Uh, Peter, Peter is, um, I'll, I'll one day remember. Peter. This is number four, yeah? Yeah. Django. 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 Uh, which, um, funnily enough, uh, I completely forgot about. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but uh, that's a big shame. But yeah, yeah. but Django, Django's great. Yeah. Django's fucking fantastic. Yeah. He's it fantastic yeah. in it, um, and delivers a very sleazy, nasty performance, which is really, really good. He's completely yeah. in character. Mm. Yeah, there's a Crazy. moment he slams his hand on the table, actually cuts himself, yeah. carries on, and wipes what his true bloody hand all over. <laughs> all over that woman's face. I think they did. I think they cut between they takes. Cut between <laughs> takes. That would be, but that would be awesome. <laughs> That'd be that would be awesome. Right. Dangerous. Just comes down with hepatitis. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just for legal reasons, we do not think Leonardo DiCaprio has hepatitis. Allegedly, though. <laughs> <laughs> number four for you, David. <laughs> My number four is The Departed. Yeah, all the all the same reasons uh, I put it on my. Um, what was it? Oh, it was Oscar winners. It was Oscar. I thought you were going to say all the about. same reasons because of me. <laughs> yeah, 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 no oh, story, people are in it, and they. Yeah, no, I. Yeah, no, I, I. It's weird. A lot of these films, I think every film I've mentioned so far, I've only seen once. Oh wow, it's weird, but they stuck mm. in my mind. But I've never mm. gone. I've never gone back to them. Which is very strange. I've seen The Departed so many times. Yeah. I, I do need to watch The Departed again. <laughs> I love The Departed. It's good. So, so good. Yeah. Um, so, we're going to just... We can move on if you want. I yep. just... It's really good. It is. I, yeah. Callum will talk about it, I'm sure. Yeah. So. He's what, not the best part about, of it, though. What about Lukey Boy? Who's, who's the best? Jack Nixon? Matt Damon? I'd say, the Mark Mark I'd say it's such Wal- a... Wahlberg. Yeah, it's Wahlberg. got to be Wahlberg. <laughs> it's got to be Wahlberg. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Luke has put as his number four Inception. (laughs) 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 I think we know what our favourite score is. (laughs) Uh, The film has a cool concept and some great visuals throughout. I just enjoy films with interesting sci-fi plots, so this was a good watch. Fun fact, Leo insisted on going to bed between every take when making this film to get back into what he called the dream state. (laughs) He'd have little power naps and write down his dreams into a little dream journal, 
he'd recite the entirety of this dream journal to the crew at the end of each day. Oh, they must God, have hated imagine that. that. Being a crew member, like, I'm really going home to my loving wife and child, <laughs> or husband and child, or whatever, or just child, or just husband, or just wife. And going, oh no, what this is Leo Caprio patting on the back, it's fucking dream. I can imagine it panning around the entire oh, crew, everyone just looks bored as fuck. No... And then Christopher yeah. Nolan comes into shot and he is loving it. Yeah. <laughs> He's like on the edge of his seat. No, like, no conversation that starts with, I had this dream last night. Is there interesting? Nothing good will come of that conversation. It is always the most boring, pointless fucking conversation. I hate people who do that. <laughs> so I had this dream. I swear to God. Right. Um, me. It's me. Yep. Number four. Inception. <laughs> yeah, the action is is crazy. The concept's really cool. Um. The ensemble cast is really good. Like, as much as it's, like, about Leonardo DiCaprio and Cobb, the character, mm-hmm. I really like the supporting roles of everyone. Tom Hardy's great. Tom Hardy's great, isn't it? <laughs> JGL. Ellen. Ellen. Not yeah. DeGeneres. Ken, Before you say anything. Ken, Ken wanted an alley. Ken, yeah. Um, Cillian. Cillian Murphy, yeah. It's a great supporting cast. Should we say Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Yeah, JGL. Yeah. Yeah. That's how we um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who plays Yusuf. Yeah, I can't remember his name, but also good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really cool. Alright. It's a cool film. Yeah, so it is. My number three is. Number four, isn't it? Number no, three. Oh, you start. You start. You start. Yeah, yeah, okay. For once, I'm remembered, yeah. or I am. Yeah, you're smashing it, mate. Because I'm rolling down a bit of paper. <laughs> That's amazing. Is Inception. Great. Nice. I mean, there's not much more to add, is there? Oh, we didn't really so say what, that much. Well, well, everyone's seen it, haven't they? Yeah. Everyone knows how good it the is. The dreamy boy. How yeah. I think everyone brought their A game to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's one of those films, yeah, where every bit of it, everyone seems to... Everyone's fucking on board. On board. Yeah. Know the passion of the director. Know where they're going with it. Know what they're doing with it. And know what they have to do and what the job is. Yeah, cool. Great piece Just of gave it teamwork. Callum, number three, please. Uh, uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of the Wall Street. You wouldn't mind. Once again, uh, much like Titanic, three-hour runtime. He keeps my intent- attention for the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Not once do I find it too slow. Uh, uh, unlike Luke, um, I, and I, David. I find and David uh, I nearly I, got away with that. I find it. I find <laughs> it. I find it incredibly pacey, and I find that everyone's delivery is is very uh, quick and witty, and mm. just, just fantastic. And he he plays a very loathsome character who doesn't have many. Uh, emotional scenes and I think uh, Leonardo DiCaprio is very good at the emotional scenes that he delivers in other films but in this one I just like I like the fact that he departed from that and and uh, and did something a bit different a bit crazy uh, as much as he didn't outwardly perform emotional scenes there's a lot of textual oh oh, yeah for sure and I think I think uh, between that and his role in Django Unchained uh, uh, ushered in a new era of Leonardo DiCaprio performances mm. that um, maybe uh, swayed people's opinions on him. I imagine there's a lot of people that are like, oh, he's a pretty boy or whatever, um, often plays the same role or whatever, and those two roles come out and they're like, okay, fuck me. Fucking actually, hell. Yeah. <laughs> you could argue the same for a couple of other roles before yeah. that, but um, 
I think those guys are really sold it. Oh, and Pater. Fuck me. Pater. Pater is number three. Pater is Wolf of Wall Street. Okay. Um, so what he said was... Uh, he didn't say anything. <laughs> I was just going to try and remember what I said and say it all again. But I can't remember what I said. Okay. Uh, number three, please, David. So my number three is very interesting. I'm not saying that. It's Any another good? film... <laughs> Just ignoring you. <laughs> it is another film that I have only seen once, but it's another film that I only saw today. Oh, wow! <laughs> in preparation he's, for this list, there were two. There were two films that I hadn't seen that I wanted to see, and you hadn't. Seen. I didn't pick Django Unchained. Okay. I instead picked The Revenant. Okay, and that is a beautiful film. Mm-hmm. So, like some of the most stunning cinematography I have ever seen. It, it, it is hands down uh, some of the most beautiful it, it builds on the director's work from Birdman and takes it to this desolate, bleak, but eerily beautiful place. Mm-hmm. And, oh, it's just, I mean, yeah. And I haven't even spoken about Leonardo DiCaprio yet. What a performance. I mean, he should have gotten the Oscar for Wolf of Wall Street, but glad he got it for this as well. Yes, he, he he really threw himself into that role. Like I, I I know it's like cheesy to say like when people say oh this is what they did for their role, but like like when he ate when he eats that fucking bison, yeah, he ate a real raw bison for that scene. Yeah, that's absolutely disgusting, but yeah. really cool. Was it tasty? Uh, no, he uh, threw, yes, it I was. think it was so fucking off. delicious. <laughs> I don't think any raw meat is tasty. Yeah. Um, what about tartar? Exactly. tartar. Bison tartar. Bison is like very yeah, gamey um, beef. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's barely on his feet for most of the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bear fight fucking terrified me at the beginning of the film. Like, I knew it was a CG bear, but it's fantastic, it isn't it? didn't feel like it. He's getting like, chucked about like no, what no one's like business. I'm like, he's definitely dead. Oh, yeah. He's so and dead. Then he's not. That's and not then part he's... of the folkloric part of that story, though, isn't yeah. it? Because like, you watch it and you're like, well, that would kill anyone, but yeah, fair fucks from he's still alive. Because yeah. he's a folklore hero. Yeah. yeah. As well as I think he was a real person, but I just imagine it's based, it wasn't yeah. quite as bad as it's based on a poem that was based on a folk story. Very, very based on a possibly personal combination of several people. Yeah. I also like that Tom Hardy continues to deliver hard to understand uh, vocal work uh, in that film as well. Tom Hardy, I can't it's wait this, for Is it not the same voice he uses in Mad Max? Basically. It pretty much is, yeah. Um, also, really surprising performance from Will Porter. Yeah, he's fantastic. Love Will Porter. Yeah, Will Porter's he's fantastic. Like, he's like cropping up everywhere yeah. now. Uh, yeah, Indeed. no, it really had an impact on me. Mm, good, so man. good man. It, it got all the way to number three as of yeah, as of, as of ten hours yeah. ago. <laughs> number three, Luke's number three is Django Unchained, a fun, chaotic, violent film. A great villain role for Leo. Yep. Yeah, that's it. He doesn't often play a villain, yeah. and yeah. he does. It's sort of a lovable, like not a villain in such, but like a, a deplorable character that we like. Yes. Yeah. Wolf of Wall Street being the fine example of that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and Catch Me If You Can. Mm-hmm. Uh, back to me. Yep. My number three, I can't remember. I'm going to have to go back. My number three is Wolf of Wall Street. Sam? <laughs> you don't want to... We spoke about it. <laughs> My number <Yeah>. two. <laughs> two. 
<laughs> Sounds on different wavelengths today, more so than usual. <laughs> Fantastic. It's been a very long day. Um, it's Django Untrained. Cool. His is good enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. He can act. He yeah. definitely can. <laughs> he looks so cool in that outfit. Mm-hmm. He does. Sells the look. Yeah. Oh, when yeah, when he's like first introduced, it's yeah. like, like whip pants, <laughs> trains. It's, it's wicked, great scene. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Number two for number me. Two then. Callum, please. My number two <laughs> is Inception. Inception. <laughs> <laughs> Much like everyone has mentioned, it's a obviously fantastic film, visually fantastic, amazing story. Some of the best uses of cross cutting ever put to screen, and also the revolving corridor sequence yep. is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, my favourite in terms of emotional delivery of uh, Leonardo DiCaprio performance, um, you could say that uh, Christopher Nolan uses his, his characters as sort of conduits for the same story every time. You know, the wife has died, uh, the, the father figure, blah, 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 blah. Um, because that's the same person that Matthew McConaughey plays in Interstellar. And, you know, there's re- relatively similar in Batman and, you know, so on and so forth. Uh, but... Leonardo DiCaprio's delivery is just phenomenal and very upsetting at times, uh, especially when he has to sort of relive these memories. And uh, you start, he starts with this sort of like uh, I don't know, like like the James Bond esque type hero character, but then yeah. eventually you realise how fucking damaged he is up there. And uh, he 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 sells it very well, as does McConaughey in Interstellar. They're they're both very very fantastic at doing that. Hater. Yes. Oh, you were. He sort of. I nearly. Yeah. He looked. Right. He looked this way. Uh, the Departed. For Pater. Lovely. We're about to talk about that in a few moments. Anyway, are we not? <laughs> so <laughs> we can ignore that for now. Brilliant. David. My number two pick is Catch Me If You Can. Lovely. Still one of my all-time favourite films, probably. Uh, I do think my number one is better than it. But I if I'm, hope that's how <laughs> yeah, it works. Yeah, I'm in that weird situation that this... Like, Catch Me If You Can, brilliant film. My number one, also a brilliant film. I could not decide between them which okay. was best and which wasn't. I, I literally didn't have it in me. So I just went with my gut, okay. basically. And I said to myself, if I was going to pick one to watch right now, what would it be? What would I put on? Turns out it's not Catch Me If You Can, okay. which is a shame because I need to watch that again. <laughs> uh, but we, we spoke about it at length, yep. so I'm going to leave it. <laughs> uh, number two for Luke then, please. Uh, number two for Luke is Shutter Island. Oh. Uh, I remember really enjoying this film quite a lot at the time, getting caught up in the mystery and creepiness of the island. It's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leo plays this detective fella who's doing detective-related detective stuff investigating a missing person who's missing. (laughs) This was one of those films where a second viewing of the film was really worth it, as the plot twists gave an interesting layer of context for earlier scenes, characters and motivations. Third time watching, it actually turns into a completely different movie with a completely different plot. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Or maybe maybe someone had just switched out the DVD for something else. (laughs) Another shocking plot twist from a fun film. Good. Well explained. Thank you, Luke. Yeah. My number two, as we go back to my list, 
Sorry guys, give me a moment. That's peace and bliss. <laughs> My number two is Romeo plus Juliet. I'm glad that film's getting some love. I really like it. I wanted to put it on my list. <laughs> I really like it. Um, I really like the play, which helps. Yeah. yeah. Like, I really, as much as it's arguably not one of Shakespeare's more interesting ones, it's also it's a bit like basic. But it's also <laughs> it's basic because it was like the first, not exactly the first. It's based on something previous, but yeah. In terms of, I'm going to preface this with modern, <laughs> as in written down. <laughs> Stories, because before then, we, there's nothing really written. It's all spoken yeah. word. It's all told. I mean, it was Chaucer a bit before, but you know, it was one of the earliest pieces of fiction that was written down. So, like all fiction since then, have been loosely, if not basically, based on Shakespearean plays. Yeah, because he sort of took all the stories that existed and wrote them down. Um, and I really like the style and like the the production and the like visual looks of costume and how they the different characters were were used and treated like Mercutio's used really well I can't remember the actor who plays him but it's really good I really like how yeah. they use his character he is really good yeah he's my um, favourite character again him. with Romeo and Juliet no one really likes Romeo and Juliet <laughs> no because yeah. they're little dicks really um, it's the, I really yeah. like Tybalt in the T- film, exactly it's the, it's the it's the surrounding mm-hmm. families that make yeah. the plot interesting mm-hmm. of the, the rivalry and stuff um, yeah I just really like the look of the film and the plot's great you can't deny the plot's not like the perfect love story plot because it is the love story plot yeah yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. And like the modern setting as well, even though it's not a modern setting anymore, it's like a setting from about 30 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. It's what people 30 years ago thought today would be like. Yeah, sort of, <laughs> in a weird way. It's sort of, yeah. 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 So, Hello. On to the big boys. To the big ones. The numero unos. The cheese. The number one. My number one, Leonardo DiCaprio DiCaprio <laughs> is... Wolf of Wall Street. It, it is. I think it's his best <laughs> performance. That's why I've heard number fair one. That's a perfectly. Yeah, <laughs> makes perfect sense. It's. I, I mean, mean, I said I don't it earlier. Know. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the best film he's in as well, but definitely his best performance in a film. There you go. No. <laughs> say it better myself. He carried it Very well. <laughs> um. He had a lot of, yeah, drugs. yeah, <laughs> a lot of drugs. Yeah, a lot of sushi during it. You know how he ate real bison during the yeah. Revenant. Do you think he, he did, did real drugs? drugs? <laughs> I would not want past him. Or yeah, he's definitely, definitely allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> definitely does drugs. Well, that's yes. where the hepatitis came from. <laughs> <laughs> he allegedly does it off like hot models. Yeah. All the time. Train, hot model trains. <laughs> Not. Well, no. <laughs> Turn your nose. He's <laughs> got a hornby set that's yeah. going past his nose. Oh, yeah, he just puts his nose there <laughs> yeah, and lets it come past and just inhales. <laughs> yeah. Does, it, does it have to move Hands a muscle? Yeah. We're never going to get advertised. Sponsored. Of course we are. Smash it, mate. Anyone wants to sponsor us, they can. Right. Me, 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 me. The Departed. In fact, naturally. would it be naturally? No. Fuck off. Yes. Do you want to uh, no, talk actually, about change my mind? Critters free. <laughs> uh, departed. Um, I'll just mention one scene, and it's okay. the scene where he's in the um, 
the uh, psychiatrist office with Vera Famiga. And uh, he talks about how he wants a bottle of whiskey and some sleeping pills so he can take them and blow his fucking head off. And it's just like, wow, like there's so much just happened in that one line, line of delivery, like delivery of that line. Mm-hmm. It just was like, fucking hell, his performance. And this is absolutely astounding. And in my opinion, his best performance. That's what I'm going to say. Cool. Great film. Fight there. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Conception. Okay. Cool. Inception. Inception is possibly my favourite Christopher Nolan film. Okay. My favourite Leonardo DiCaprio film, apparently. Yeah. Uh it's I it's I've never seen a sci-fi that did this kind of thing mm-hmm. before I saw Inception I, I I knew sci-fi was out there but before Inception in my mind sci-fi was what I'd probably call fantasy yes now of course I think sci-fi for me was Star Wars and it, it Star took Wars a long is not time sci-fi. for me to even realise yeah. that Inception was sci-fi yeah yeah. Uh, but it is it's very much yeah and that opened a lot of doors for me like metaphorically ha ha Satan doors what? Sometimes they do open doors, but that's not, that's not, not a major part of the film. It's not unique to Inception. There are quite a door few films in which brain. they use the door okay. to your mind. Uh, I think it's I think it's one of the best scripted films I know. Um, it, it's it's well actually from based on these lists, it's one of the shorter films out there. But in terms of films in general, it coming in a good two hour 20 or something yeah, like that but they, they fit so much story in there and there's not a single bit of wasted mm-hmm. dialogue everything has a purpose it all interlocks together mm-hmm. bits at the beginning come back later on they throw everything at you pretty quickly but you're never lost yeah if you're paying attention yeah Everybody who says that Conception is confusing is not paying attention. Um, well, Conception's a very different film. Yeah, Conception is, 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 uh, is, is, is not... I, meant, Inception. I think we all know what I meant to say. What you meant to say was Inception. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, and also, I like the fact that Leonardo DiCaprio got to finally get his like action movie, right? Because yeah. like, yeah. if you think about it, like, he didn't really have like that, that role before no. then. Oh, and not really since, either. Revenant up with a bit, actually. Yeah, we're not like the, the sort oh, of full on. like the action James Bond yeah, thriller like kind of shooting yeah, exactly. cars driving. Mm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, really good film. Mm. What good about uh, Mr. Luke? Luke? Mr. Luke. Mr. Luke's number one pick. You're going to love this. It's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, wow. I was dishing out the dollar bills to it. <laughs> Uh, Leonardo acts as an acting actor who, whilst acting on set in Hollywood, falls into a portal and lands in a fairy tale world. He befriends a bunch of Once Upon a Time classic characters and brings them back to Hollywood just in time for the annual Hollywood pantomime. You see, <laughs> have you seen it? See, a lot of that. Or is that a very clever interpretation of the film? Yeah, yeah that's what I was going to say. <laughs> because it is technically set in an alternate. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because doesn't he get the part in um, The Great Escape, even though he uh, never did? 
No. No. <laughs> no. No, but, but that's what I kind read of, in the review. Kind of. Uh, the actor never was in it. He auditioned and get it. It's, it's, not, it's, it. it's not as well to say that in the film he is in The Great Escape at one point, okay. but not in the way that you think he is. He does go on with a more serious note. Uh, I really enjoyed this one. It was a slow paced film with not much really amounting to anything, mm. yet it had me hooked the entire way, just exploring the different characters and their day to day lives. Leo and Brad have great chemistry. Yep. Uh, there are some funny moments and also really tense scenes. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. Cool. So oh, that's it. The, the list is the list is ready. The, the list is. <laughs> is it? Well, no. The, the, the lists are being. Yeah. Put out. Ryan needs to do his number one. one. Oh, this <laughs> is the second time I've done this today, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So I can't... always think you go first. It's, yeah. it's thrown me that Sam went first. Okay. Fuck you, Sam. <laughs> Sorry, Sam. Yeah. Ones ca- Fuck me. My number one's catch me if you can, so we don't talk about it. <laughs> <you're> <laughs> <wrong. laughs> Done. Sorry. Listen back to the Tom Hanks episode. Yeah, and you'll hear all. I talk about that a lot. So yes, yeah. indeed. Yeah. We all do. In yes. which case, the, the lists are now done. Yeah, the so are now you can crack on while I do work. <laughs> so I'm going to um, bring up some. Yeah. Um, Luke had a final thing, by the way. Okay, go for uh, it. He mentioned at the start there as a film that he hated. Oh yeah, what was it? It was the Reverend. Oh wow! Yeah. Shocker. Yeah. What did he say about it? Hold on. Uh, A very boring film. I can understand that. Uh, yeah, yes, and yes, and no. Yes, and definitely fucking not. I I think it's it's too beautiful to be boring, and it's it's, yeah. just too, just too. It depends. If you watch it on like your phone or something, it's probably not. Yeah, that oh, yeah. Don't watch it. If you watch any film on your phone for the first time, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Don't That's watch it. Avatar. That that deserves <laughs> it. <Yeah. laughs> wow. I'll give you that. Right. I'm gonna you find all the comments. Some comments. Can people yeah. have messaged in? Yeah. So we, we mentioned us. that we were doing Leonardo DiCaprio films, and you all sent us in your favourites. Yes, indeed. Uh, and got some, a, some of you sent in more than one. Indeed, someone, yeah. someone sent in a top five. So, Aidan Bell threw in a curveball, a film I haven't even seen called Total Eclipse. Is that now, a Bonnie Tyler biopic? <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, I haven't seen it. Uh, I don't know what it's about. It's but... not particularly well reviewed. Interesting. Mm. Interesting, interesting. So that's Aidan Bell's. Dan Taylor's is Django. Uh, with the prefix, he's also pretty sure he was in Space Jam, but he I cannot don't think he was. prove or deny said thing. We'd have to watch it. We would. Yeah. To do a live react to Space Jam. <laughs> Dylan James. I know the man. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan James's favourite was What Eating Gilbert Grape. What? Do you he know thinks what? the role yeah. is phenomenal. It's a good film. I haven't seen oh, it all the way gonna... through. I've seen like a couple of scenes. We were showing them at university, so it must have been a good film. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed it. But yeah, no, he's good in it, from what I've seen. Uh, Danny Gologly, Shutter Island is pretty rad. It is it pretty is rad. It's pretty rad. Yeah. It's yeah. an accurate description. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Haig, The Wolf of Wall Street, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, fair point. Yeah. Can't decide. Put both. Yeah. Curtis Vince, Inception. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what we got? Anna Hogg, Shutter Island. Ooh. What a love for Shutter Island going on. Yeah, I like yeah. it. Yusuf Javid. Now he's he's supplied us with a top five. 
So we're going to For, for those who those. have listened to Yusuf on the show before, yes. that will not surprise you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> His honourable mention was The Great Gatsby, something that we all overlooked. Oh. Um, so, well, there's a reason it I made it to my top. Oh, I think it's an alright film. Yeah. I don't think it's oh, my reason was I haven't seen it. Oh, okay. <laughs> also Baz Luhrmann. Be. It was also Baz Luhrmann. Yeah. Um, but also but, just Romeo and Juliet again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same plot. <laughs> uh, actually, Yusuf starts by saying what I was about to say, so I'm just going to say what he says. It's yep. a muddled film. But Leo does a good job of showing the intense layers behind who Gatsby is. His enigmatic party man, his longing romantic, the hard-working tycoon, and his peaceful, contented self at the end. He really helped keep this film together and was a good choice for such a difficult part. Very good. His number five was Romeo plus Juliet. <laughs> did he actually put plus? He did, yeah. Yes! I'm he, that every time. Good man. He's a gorgeous portrayal of the boy you die for. He helps anchor and show off this inventive adaptation. Several people do die for him. <laughs> yeah. Including himself. <laughs> Suicide's bad. The only... <laughs> and Paul Ryan. I think that it's probably my favourite iteration of Romeo and Juliet. How many have you seen? Quite a few. Okay. I mean, I've seen a few stage productions. There's the 1960s. Yeah, definitely one. Yeah. Uh, the one that looks the just Baz like Zac Efron. The only one that I like more than the Baz Luhrmann one is no, the one Juliet. in Hot Fuzz. Bang! For different reasons. Yeah, I'll give you that. Uh, his number four was The Departed. Just a bloody great film. And he and Damon play fantastic mirror images of each other. Good yep. mixture of intensity and vulnerability. Uh, his number three was Django Unchained. You can tell he's having fun while still being the highbrow actor that he likes to be. He's having fun except when he's cutting himself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number two, Wolf of Wall Street. Should have been his Oscar winner. Brilliant, yep. ridiculous, engrossing performance. And his number one... Really plays the con man and child growing up well. That's all he has to say about that one. When we get to around like the top three, my favourite's normally the one I've just seen recently, <laughs> I think, with a lot of these lists. It's the one that I, just sticks I, in my I mind. I remembered a honourable mention that I couldn't remember where it was, and that was yeah. his bubble yum advert back in the, uh, the 80s. It's a fantastic... I don't think we do Apparently we do adverts now. I mean, you have to start somewhere. Yeah, and he, and he did. Start in adverts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what about uh, any any more? Or was that that's all the comments? The list? Yeah. Uh, what about other films that didn't get mentioned today? Uh, there's that's a few that man. I think uh, yeah. didn't get mentioned for good reason. Yeah. Um, and despite the fact that he is a very good actor at picking roles, every now and then he picks one that is just a clunker, a little <laughs> bit of a clunker. So you got Ridley Scott's Body of Lies, not a great film. I won't in, watch in it. Of imagination. Uh, no, nor is J. Edgar, the Clint Eastwood biopic. Uh, not a biopic about Clint Eastwood, it's a biopic about J. Edgar Hoover, apparently. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, and, it's, and it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, very not good. He's uh, in a film called Don's Plum. He is. I haven't seen that one. Know, is that one where he was like, really, like is that the one that never got released, it. or is it. Yeah, the black and white one, right? Yeah, this film, he actually. Um, petitioned or like tried to get pulled because he's placed such a wanker in it he didn't want it to ruin his cred oh gangs of new york i don't think it harmed him you got blood right. diamond and gangs of new york yeah, uh, yeah blood yeah. diamond gangs blood of new york the aviator there's a mm-hmm. lot of um early a ton Scorsese of films, films. Yeah. yeah it's in five films 
of Scorsese's, I think. Yeah, with another one coming out soon. Yep. Um, one where he plays a serial killer, I believe. Killers of the Flower Moon. Oh, yeah. That's one. And he's also potentially going to be in a um, Leonardo da Vinci movie as Leonardo da Vinci. Oh, God. And that's not even a joke. That's brilliant. It's finally happening. <laughs> that's brilliant. That, that is actually going to be so pissed off. In like potential pre-production <laughs> at the moment. How genius is that? Is it based on a Dan Brown book? <laughs> oh Christ! Um, can you imagine Leonardo DiCaprio doing that? Because I can't. It doesn't work in my mind. How's the list going, Mike? Not, not well. Oh no! If you're a maths expert, <laughs> <laughs> please get in touch. Um, uh, thank you to Luke thank for, you very much for, for sending in for sending a list. Lovely, beautiful and you know what? answers. And you know what? More thank you to Luke for sharing it. Yes. Uh, <laughs> if, you, if you'd like to be in next month's top five, uh, mm-hmm. all you have to do is share this episode yep. uh, on any of our feeds. You've got Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Yep. Uh, just share a post about this episode or the link to this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... Uh, you could, if you want, you could write a comment about your favourite Leonardo DiCaprio film. You could talk about how one of us is wrong and the others are correct. <laughs> if you like something like that, uh, it's good to get feedback. Uh, but most importantly, do share it with your friends. We want more people to be listening to it. And if you're enjoying it, why can't everyone else? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, we'll hit you up for a list if you win. Sweet. Be good. I don't know what we'll be doing next month. September's pretty dry in terms of film releases. It is a bit. Yeah. Top five Halloween films. That'd be a, probably best for October, that, yes. isn't it? Oh, that would be. October. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that was brilliant. Uh, Top five films right. set in September. <laughs> That's done. Porn. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's, oh, let's right. Go. You in? You involved with that? Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. Right. You good? <laughs> Welcome back. I was just maths hard and my head hurts because there's so many, so many. <laughs> I did it wrong and I do it again and it can't be asked. Right. I'm going to go from, usually we go from five to top, but there's a three-way tie for third, fourth and fifth. So I'm going to go from the top. So we're starting from number one. We're starting from number one. Okay, well, one. What Our favourite Leonardo DiCaprio film collectively was Wolf of Wall Street with 30 points. Wow. It's all those bonus points. I think. It got yeah, a lot. Good old so there were two of us who had it as an honourable mention. Yeah, so every time it was mentioned, he got four points. Wow. Good. And everyone else mentioned it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so that's 16 points. Yeah, just on bonuses. <laughs> wow. Uh, our second favourite film is Inception. <laughs> with 20 points. So yep. still 10 behind the number one. Yeah. This is when I think we... that shows how broken our scoring system gets. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. It's interesting. It's good though. Yeah. Like, this like is it. where we have some complications. Yeah. Okay. Because Catch Me If You Can, Shutter Island, and The Departed are all on twelve points. Wow. <laughs> so we have to now decide. Yeah. Which one should go in what order? Which are the three again? Shutter Catch Island. Catch Me If You Can, Shutter Island, and Departed. If we're going to go by each, each of our lists, which we probably should. My, yeah. Departed would be the, no, the so number three for you'd me. You get. So yeah, that'd be one. I'm gonna do votes for our number three position. Departed. Departed. We've got one. Well, I put Catch Me If You Can as my number one, so that should be my mm-hmm. my vote. You two? Uh, I'm gonna go for. I don't know. 
Take Sam. I've only seen it departed. Fuck's sake. Right, we're down to two. So Shutter Island is number five. Yeah, Shutter Island is number five. Shutter Island is officially number five. And now we've got a vote again. And now we've got a... What about Peter's list? Yeah, there you go, yeah. Right, let's find Peter's list. I've got it here. Peter had the departed... Catch Me Can wasn't even on the list. Okay. And then Luke? Luke... Catch Me If You Can was his number four. And it was mm-hmm. higher than The Departed. I don't think The Departed was on it. I'd have to oh, get okay. it fucked up again. <laughs> so so with, were they going to break it down even further? Because The Departed was higher on Peter's list? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That It'd have count. to go above. Yeah, agreed. It works. On a, on a purely numerical But Catch Me standard. If You Can is the better film. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, the numbers. The yes, numbers. The numbers. <laughs> It's all about the numbers. So the numbers had them equal. The numbers are letting you down. Well, no, technically, oh, they do have a beat. Oh, they do. But in terms of ranking, ranking, it's it's, it's in it's a tie right, situation. Correct. Makes sense. We're gonna have to go. Departed with is number three. So Departed has to be number three. Right, and Catch Me If You Can is number four. Okay. All right. All right. You know what? Let, we'll settle this. I will hum. <laughs> I will hum the score from Catch Me If You Can. <laughs> you hum the score from The Departed. Geezer. We'll the see. Departed has <laughs> given me shelter by Rolling Stone as well as Dropkick Murphys. I'm shipping up to Boston. I believe I said score. <laughs> <laughs> Again, solid. I'll but, get back to that. But tell me a song that's better than Give Me Shelter. <laughs> so to run it over again, although some may not, we may not all agree. <laughs> no, it's fine. Our it's number fine. one film is Wolf of Street. Our number two is Inception. Our number three is The Departed. Number four is Catch Me If You Can. And number five is Shutter Island. They are the best five Leonardo DiCaprio films, definitively. No one can argue with them. Not even David. No. no. It that's, can't be changed. That's it from now on. Even if he makes more films, yeah. this is it. Yeah, that's the one. Even if he agreed, if he makes the best one ever made, imagine it will a not sequel to be Catch Me If You Can. Be, what would it be? Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> It'd be I'm old now. You know what's annoying me? I should have put Catch Me If You Can as my number one, <laughs> that have, and that would have meant it that would have saved us all a lot of harm. That was uh, very good. Another great top five. Yeah. Thanks to everyone who's listened. Thanks to anyone who's going to fucking share it, um, because you are going to. I really share feel it. that us getting more and more aggressive about it is going to make it them want is. to do it. Of course it is. Um, I started off really nice. <laughs> Um, and I guess to to see this off, if it, one thing I can only ask is, David, can you do the seeing off um, outro for us, please? Please, can you just do it? Please, can you just do it now, like live to the audience? Thank you for listening <laughs> to this week's episode of Rap Party HQ. I'd like to thank Sam Sargent for supplying the music. To listen to more music of the same ilk, visit soundcloud.com forward slash Sam Sargent. While you're on the internet, it has helped us out if you liked our stuff and shared it on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. You can also listen online at www.rappartypod.com. Thanks once again for listening, and that's a wrap. <laughs> 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 <laughs>